The Wings Media presents Real People, Real Victories With your host, Pastor Tondi Daniels God will usher you to the next great season of your life as you listen to this message Stay tuned, you will be richly blessed Genesis chapter 49 From verse 22 all through to verse 26 Joseph is a fruitful bough. Even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hand of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee? And by the Almighty, who shall bless bless thee? With the blessing of heaven above, with the blessing of the deep, that lieth under blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessing of thy father have prevailed above the blessing of the progenitors unto the uttermost boundary of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning I minister on the subject the almighty God. The almighty God. Somebody shout, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Name of Jesus. What does it mean when we say that God is the Almighty? Because in Scripture, particularly in verse 25, the Bible says, Even by the God of of thy Father, who shall help thee, and the Almighty, who shall bless thee. Hallelujah. So when says that God is the Almighty, what does it mean? According to the Webster Dictionary, the Almighty is the one that is having the absolute power. So when we say that God is the Almighty, we are talking about the God that has the absolute power. He is absolute in power. Second meaning of the word almighty means having unlimited power. So we can therefore say that God is the one that is in possession of unlimited power. His power cannot be limited. So he has absolute power and he has unlimited power. Now the question is, what is this powerful? In that verse 25, The Bible says, even by the God of thy father, who shall what? Help thee. So listen, the unlimited power, the absolute power of God is for your help. Hallelujah. In the scripture that we read, the Bible mentioned two personalities. Number one, the Bible mentioned the man by the name Joseph. Whom we all know his story. Hated by his brothers. Because of the color of his
his destiny. Because of his, the greatness of his destiny. Because of the wonder of his destiny. Because he was a man of stardom. Listen to me. And the Bible says that he was hated. In verse 23, the Bible says the archers have actually saw grieved him. And they shot at him. And they hated him. Listen to me. It is very normal to be hated. Praise the Lord. It is very normal to be hated. Even from the same household out of which you came. Hallelujah. Why was he hated? Simply like I said before. He was hated because. They could see that his life. By the grand design of God. Is meant to be better than their own. Hallelujah. Actually the question we should even ask is this. Is his life actually meant to be better? Because listen to me. Every child of Jacob or any of the, all of the children of Jacob, listen to me, they are people of great destiny. They are children that the Lord has blessed. Every one of them, if you read this book of, this same book of Genesis chapter 49, the only person that seemed to have been cursed among them was, was Reuben. Whom his father said. He will not excel. Hallelujah. But listen to me. That wasn't the case from the beginning. That was not the design from the beginning. Reuben found himself in that problem. Because of something that he did. Amen. But the subject matter is not about Reuben. But about Joseph. Listen to me. I realize. When people don't know God's plan for their lives, they don't have vision for their destiny, they become envious of others. Hallelujah. When they don't know how their own life is going to turn out, they begin to become envious of somebody that seems to be rising. Maybe in the, in the office, maybe in the place of work, maybe in a community, maybe in a family. So sibling rivalry, not be today. Because listen to me, among the people that were, that were envious of the life of Joseph was Judah, whose portion of destiny has to do with what? With kingship and royalty, authority, power. Hear this. Levi was among them. The portion of Levi, listen to me, was the priesthood. My God. To the extent that Levi was the only one that had the, that had the right spiritually to see the Shekinah glory of God that is within the temple. Levi was the only one that God said, I am their portion. I dash myself to Levi. But listen to me, when people don't know what their destiny carry, when they don't know the glory that is upon their future, they become threatened with somebody that is shining in his own glory. What they have forgotten is that, listen to me, the light is turn by turn. If others have had their turn, listen to me and it is good for them, it also means that you are also going to have your own turn. Is anybody with me this morning? It is turn by turn. And listen this morning. Your own turn has come. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please follow me gently. I'm going somewhere. The Bible says that Joseph was hated. In verse 26. 
The Bible says that he was actually separated from his brethren. He was, he was sent on exile. But listen to me. Because the help of his God, listen to me. Because the Almighty was behind him. Listen, even though they sent him out from the land of inheritance, listen, wherever he went, the man became prosperous because the helper of his destiny was working with him. Hallelujah. The Almighty was behind him. So I said there are two people mentioned here. Number one, Joseph, who was hated. Number two, God, the Almighty. Hallelujah. So wherever Joseph went, the might of God was behind him. The absolute power of God was behind him. The unlimited power of God was working with him and working for him. So when he was in the house of Potiphar, when they brought him into the land of Egypt, praise the name of Jesus, the Almighty was there. The help of God was available for Joseph in that land. To the point that he was the number last to come and he became number one in that place. He excelled. He prospered. He moved from there and he went into prison. Even at that lowest ebb, lowest level of life, the Almighty was still with him in prison. Listen to me. He became number one prisoner. He became the one that is deciding what everybody else should do. Hallelujah. Because of the almighty help of God. Listen to me. Joseph moved from prison into palace. In less than 24 hours. What a great transformation. When the help of the almighty. Listen to me when you have the help. Of the Almighty. Listen to me. Your life is never the same. When you have the help of the Almighty. It doesn't matter what you are passing through. The Almighty God. Will make that thing to work out. For your testimony. He will make that thing to work out. For your good. He will make that thing to work out. For your promotion. He will make that thing to work out. For your elevation. Oh my God. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about this morning? They sold him out with an intent, listen, to get rid of Joseph. But God turned it around. The people that sold him out, listen, in order to avoid a dream and a revelation that Joseph saw, they eventually came and fulfilled that revelation. He was exiled. Because they have said, we will have nothing to do with your dream. We will have nothing to do with your future. Listen to me. It doesn't matter who have ganged up against you. Your dream will come to pass. It will come to pass. Let them hate you not till next year. Hallelujah. Is anybody with me this morning? The only thing is you never join them in hatred. Because if you look at the life of Joseph, he never he never descended to the level of his brothers. In other words, all through the time, he was being maltreated. He never felt any evil. He never had any evil intent against them. We were never told. The time they dropped him in the, what is it called? In the pit. 
All that the time they were shelling him out. He wasn't sleeping. He was awake. But do you know what? The Bible never recorded that Joseph said a word. He could have opened his mouth and cursed them. Hallelujah. He could have opened his mouth and railed at them. But do you know what? He knew that all these guys also were blessed by God. And he knew that whoever cursed them shall be cursed in return. So he kept his mouth shut. You need to know the time in your life to keep your mouth shut. It is not everything that you pass through, that you go through, that you react to. The problem with us is that we don't know when to keep our mouth shut. So there are certain words of bitterness that you can release, that can come out of your mouth. Listen to me, that goes to wait for you in the future to arrest your destiny. Joseph never said a word. And so maybe the reason could be because he knew where he was going. He was convinced of his future. Do you know one of the things that convinced him? He realized that it's like his brother also believed it. Because if they didn't believe it, they won't become envious of him. Did anybody hear what I've just said? They also believed it. They believed that this guy truly is going to be great. So that, that, that now, that now doubled the resolve of Joseph. That I've got to really believe in this thing. Because all these guys, 11 of them, they believe it also. He never uttered a word. He didn't come down to the level of any of them. He knew exactly where he was going. And the helper of his destiny got him to that place. The dream, the vision that he saw didn't die in the course of his travel. He did not die in the course of the challenges that he faced. Listen to me. Challenges, no matter how big, mountains, no matter how big, they are not big enough to stop your dream. It will surely come to pass. I'm announcing to you, you are getting there. I say you are getting there. Come on, I say you are getting there. Come on, somebody shout, say, I'm, I, I will get there. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says in that scripture where we read, the Almighty helped him. Mm. I think that's good news. The good news that, the good news is that, not only do you have help, but you have help from the Almighty. Wow. Hallelujah. You have help from the one that has absolute power. You have help from the one that has the unlimited power. So listen to me. It means that God's unlimited resources are behind you. God's absolute resources are behind you. Listen to me. That should tell you something. Failure is out of the question. You can't fail. Let all the devil in hell arise and stand before you. They are not enough to stop you. Recently, even in the world today, for instance, there are certain countries that enjoy the support of certain powerful countries. A country like Saudi Arabia, another country that that has the backing of US, US that has a lot of opposition is also Israel. Alright? Recently, in a very bold move, Israel moved its 
capital city from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Which has always been the capital city of Israel, but has been a trouble spot. The, the Arabs are laying claim to it. The Jews are laying claim to it. So nobody wants to use that place as a capital city. Hallelujah. But in a very bold move, what did America do? The US, even though Israel has always been wanting to take Jerusalem and, and make it their capital city, do you know what the US did? The US moved its embassy from Tel Aviv and moved it into Jerusalem. If any rocket drops on that on that embassy. Anybody that drops it also will. Because that's like dropping <laughs> a missile on US. On the US interest. Listen to me. After that day, the capital city of Israel moved into Jerusalem. But many other countries now began to move also. Because US has moved. That is the most powerful country on the earth. That is the superpower of the earth. But listen, if a country on the earth can have confidence and feel secure because it has the backing of another, of a more powerful country, what about you that the Bible says the Almighty is the one that is helping you? Hallelujah. <laughs> listen to me. The Bible says, Joseph had the help of the Almighty. Joseph had the backing of the Almighty. Somebody say, a dog that has the backing of a lion will confront an elephant. Why? He has the backing of a lion. And when God helps Joseph, what happened? Even though he was hated, even though they shot at him and they they projected evil against him. Verse 24, the Bible says that regardless of what was happening, his bowels abode in strength. So number one, when you have the backing and the help of the Almighty. Do you know the purpose of this service this morning? You are going from this place with the help of the Almighty. Hallelujah. I say somebody, you are going home, you are going from this service with the backing of the Almighty. Hallelujah. So number one, the Bible says, is bow abode in strength. So when you have the help of the Almighty God, the First thing is that you are strengthened. Hallelujah. You are not broken. One of the things that your enemies actually will love to do is to break you down. The devil likes to do that a lot. He wants to break you. Break you to pieces. Where your life is no longer together. Where you cannot pull what you used to pull before. The Bible used the word bow. He wants to break you down so that you are no longer able to hit your targets. You are no longer able to do those things that ordinarily that you do that get you the result. You are no longer on the top of your game. It's a strategy of the enemy to break you down. Of course, if you are no longer gaming and you are no longer listening, you are no longer in the game, you, you, you become irrelevant. You become irrelevant. Among your peers, you begin to you begin to feel small. You begin to have this sense of inadequacy because you are no longer in the game. Before you know it, depression sets in. When depression sets in, demonic oppression takes over. From oppression, 
into captivity. From captivity, life becomes suicidal. What I mean is that the person begins to not suicide thoughts. And that's when in my language they begin to say something like, That is to say that to die is better than to be disgraced and put to shame. It breaks you down gradually. Listen to me. I don't know which area of your life has been broken. Praise the name of Jesus. I was, uh, was it on Tuesday or when, when, when was it that I was ministering? And I was talking about the importance of food. Actually, there is something in the Bible, the Bible, God calls it the staff of bread. Staff. As a staff of bread. And God in one of the scriptures said that I will break the staff of bread. When a person's staff of bread is broken, I tell you, it can be very devastating. The devil also does that. But listen, when you have God as your help, listen to me, your staff of bread will remain strong. Listen to me, your bow will remain strong even though you are opposed. Listen, God makes sure that you remain in the game. Even though you are opposed, listen, the Lord God will strengthen you and make sure that you don't fall to the ground, that you are not broken to pieces. Listen to me, if you have been broken this morning, the Lord is going to gather you again in the name of Jesus Christ. He's going to bring the broken pieces of your life together. He's going to bring the broken pieces of your business together. Bring the broken pieces of your destiny together in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number two, I realize the Bible says, and the arm of his hand were made strong by the hand of the mighty God. When you have the help of the Almighty, his hand will begin to work with you. You have what I call absolute support. Did anybody hear that one? And the arm of his hand shall be made strong. How? By the hand of the mighty God of Jacob. Where your hand ordinarily should be weak. The Bible says that your hand shall be made strong because of the hand of the almighty. Hallelujah. Your hand is your tool of possession. Is anybody with me? Your hand is your what? It's your tool of possession. In other words, when, when the hand of the Almighty is at work with you, listen to me, there is no desire that you have that you can't acquire. His arm shall be made strong by the hand of the Almighty. Listen to me, there is nothing good that shall be out of your reach. The Bible says God will give grace and glory and no good thing shall he withhold oh my God from them that walk uprightly. So when the hand of God is supporting your own hand there is no miracle there is no possession that is too far because we, because where your own hand is shutting the hand of God elongates it for you. There is no way that his own hand cannot reach. There is nothing that his own hand cannot get. When the hand of God is, is working with your hand, listen to me. Listen. You begin to have results that is bigger than your efforts. Listen to me. There is just what so much that you are capable of doing in your own strength. There is just so much that your own hand can carry, can touch and carry. 
But the arm of the Lord has no limits. So when you stretch out your hand in a particular direction for a thing, and the hand of God joins with your own hand, you begin to get results from those places beyond the efforts. Listen. Because a bigger capacity has been added to your capacity. You have received an an extra help beyond your capacity. So if you are a minister, you lay hands on someone to receive healing. It is no longer your hand. Listen, it is the hand of the Almighty that is touching that person. So there is instant healing. Hallelujah. It's no longer your hands. Bible says, thou shalt lay hands on the sick and the sick shall be recovered. So how how shall they be recovered? Mark chapter 16 verse 20. And the Lord was walking with them, confirming his word with signs and wonders. Following. Meaning that the moment they lay hands, Jesus also lay hands. Somebody is not hearing me. Hallelujah. The moment they lay hands, Jesus also lay his hands. And it is only the Hello? Only the sickness that will not answer to Jesus, that will not answer to you, the moment you lay your hands in obedience. Listen to me. Meaning that the moment they pronounce the word, Jesus also moves. He was walking with them. He was confirming the word. Hallelujah. He was walking with them. The Almighty will walk with you. Listen. If you have the backing of the Almighty, you won't get ordinary results. Hallelujah. If you are working with the Almighty, you can't get ordinary results. You can only get God's order of results. Little efforts, massive results. Little efforts, massive results. I see somebody getting an unprecedented result in the name of Jesus Christ. Number three, when the Almighty helps you as he helped Joseph, what are the things that happen? Bible says in verse 25, even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with the blessing of heaven above, blessing of the deep that lieth under, Blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessing of thy father that have prevailed above the blessing of thy progenitors. The Bible says this blessing shall rest upon the head of Joseph. So when the Lord helps you, he blesses you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. We have said that when the Lord, when the Almighty helps you, what does He do? He strengthens you. Number two, He, he supports you. Hallelujah. He joins hands with something that you are doing. Number three, He blesses you. What is the blessing? The blessing is an empowerment for success. The blessing is what? It's an empowerment for success. Now, when the Bible says, the Almighty will bless you. Oh my God. You know, I, I just love this scripture. The Almighty will support you. He will uphold you. He will strengthen you. Then the Bible says, He will bless you. 
Now, if God, if God has blessed you, who is the devil that can curse you? Do you know what? Even God himself cannot curse the man that he has blessed. <laughs> Look up at me. What did I just say? Even God himself cannot curse the man that he has blessed. Yeah. Number one principle. The blessing of the Lord is a gift. And the Bible says they are without repentance. Once God has given, he doesn't take it back. Number two. The book of Genesis. When God created Adam and Eve, what did he do? He blessed them. And he said unto them, be fruitful, multiply. Now listen to me. When man now sinned, God didn't curse him. Hello? God could not have cursed him. But what did God curse? God said, Cursed be the earth. Hallelujah. Cursed be the earth for your sake. So the man could not be cursed because he himself was already blessed. So listen. What did God now do? God moved from cursing Adam and cursed something that was to sustain him. Hello? Look at me. God broke the staff of bread. He said unto him and said, The earth will bring unto you thunder and tistos. So I, I, I said that to say, listen, that if God has blessed you, no man can curse you. You have already been blessed by the Almighty God. Listen, Galatians 3 14, 3 13 and 14, not 20. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every man that hung upon a tree. That what? That the blessing of Abraham might what? Might come upon who? Come upon who? Upon the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? Those that didn't believe before. Those that are not the children of Israel. So we are now, we are now sharers and partakers in the Abrahamic blessing. Somebody say, I'm blessed. So the Almighty has blessed you. Now, what is sweetening me about this scripture, about this blessing, is that there is this four cardinal blessing that God mentioned here. Number one, number one in that verse 25 of, of, of that Genesis 49, he says, the blessings of the heaven above. So meaning that there are, there are certain blessings that God has ordained and destined to rest upon your head from heaven. Heavenly blessings. Hallelujah. Spiritual blessings. Because anything that is heavenly is what? Is spiritual. Blessings from the heavens. That might include the anointing, the wisdom of God. That might include the grace of the Almighty God. That might include the gifts of the Holy Ghost, the gift of revelation, the gifts of the Spirit of God. That might include angelic presence and angelic assistance. It means that God is putting at your disposal every heavenly resources. Somebody's not hearing me. God is putting what? At your disposal every heavenly resources for your earthly manifestation. Number two, the Bible says, that he will bless you with the blessing. I thought the Bible was actually going to say the blessing that is upon the earth. Hello there. The Bible never said that one. 
And the question is why? Maybe we'll come to it later. The Bible says that God will bless you with the blessing that is underneath the earth. So not only, listen to me, will God put at your disposal heavenly blessings or heavenly resources, God is saying that everything that the earth has the capacity to produce, I am sustaining you with it. Oh my God. I didn't speak this word, it was God that said it. Alright? Everything that the earth has the ability to produce, vegetations inclusive. That is to say you will plant and your harvest shall not be lost. Hallelujah. When you observe planting season, your harvest, bumper harvest time is also sure. Do you know that Israel is enjoying that today, the natural Israel? Even though their land is in the midst of the desert. And yet, they export agricultural produce. They are sustaining other nations by the things, by the harvest of crops from Israel. Never needing to import anything. Meanwhile, countries around them, even a country like Saudi Arabia imports water that they drink. Everything they need in that country, they import it. Hallelujah. But the land of Israel yields. Actually, the best agriculturists, they are from Israel. One of, one of the best. Because if you can plant something in the desert and they have bumper harvest to the point of, 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 of running their economy, based on agriculture, then you need the people that are doing that thing to come and teach every other person how to, how to do agri properly in a land where, in Nigeria here, where we can plant all year round, where we have arable lands from north to south, yet we can't feed ourselves. Amen. Listen. What is underneath the earth? Meaning that there are certain blessings under your feet. Listen to me. That includes that includes gas. That includes all the mineral resources that you can think of. That includes gold and diamond. That includes all the precious stones. The Bible says, I'm going to bless you with them. I'm blessing you with them. I'm going to bless you with them. Hallelujah. I'm going to decorate your life with them. Then he went further and said, you are going to be given the blessing of the rest. And I, and I you know, Hallelujah. And I began to think, think, well, I'm not a woman. What blessing of the breast do I need? Praise the name of Jesus. Alright? So when God says, the blessing of the breast, what does it mean? I began to tie that to the very name Almighty. It means the word Almighty in the Hebrew is the word El Shaddai. It means Almighty in English. One of the meaning is the high and the, the highly breasted one. The one whose breast milk never runs dry. Hallelujah. So the blessing of the, of the breast, listen, he's talking about the blessing of you constantly having something to give. That is to say you never come to a point in your life when you are dry. You never come to a point, listen to me, in your life when you are not able to meet your obligations. When there was famine in Israel, sorry, in Egypt, there was also famine in the land where Jacob and his children were living in the desert those days. But listen to me, though they didn't have food, they had money. Hear this. That amazed me. 
Though they didn't have food, but they had what? They had money. Not just that they had money. They had international currency that they can accept in Egypt. Whether any of you have ever thought it that way. <laughs> they have domiciliary accounts. Listen to me, that contains pounds, sterling, and dollars that can make them to trade with any country. If you know that region, that route where Israel is, is, is a trading route that connects Africa to Europe. I mean, that connects Asia to Europe to Africa. It's an intercontinental connecting point. So they have access to international currencies. So the money of Egypt, when, listen, when they were going, when Jacob said to his children, go and buy food. He didn't say, go and beg food. The milk is flowing. Go and buy food for us in Egypt. So he loaded them with money. When they came back and the food finished, the Bible says Jacob gave them double money. International currencies. But there was famine. But the famine couldn't, couldn't affect Jacob and his children. They had money. Anything you need is money that you, it will cost. Someone is not hearing me. They had food. We have money. So with money we can get the food. So the solution so you being able to meet your obligation is having enough money to do so. The blessing of the milk is being able to meet your obligations. That is to say that, listen, when it is time for to give, you are able to give what you ought to give. I prophesied to somebody this morning, your life will never run dry. In the name of Jesus Christ, your resources will never run dry. In the name of Jesus Christ. That resources that have been flowing into your life that the enemy wants to block, we unblock it now. Your financial resources, material resources, wherever they are, we unblock them now. Come, I say we unblock them now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number four, the Bible talks about the blessing of the womb. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness. Productivity. So when the Almighty helps you, your life becomes super productive. That is why there is nobody that, that has been tagged barren in the Bible that never gave birth. Apart from, what's the wife of that? David's wife. Yeah, Michael, that the Bible said, and God closed her womb. But every other person that was once barren became joyful mother of children because of the blessing of the Lord. So listen to me. The fruit of the womb is also a blessing. Hallelujah. To be productive is also a blessing. And number five, lastly, God gave unto Joseph a far exceeding blessing. The Bible says, the blessing that is going to rest upon your head shall exceed the blessing of all your fathers. In other words, listen to me, the blessing that is going to rest upon you because of the help of your mighty means that it's going to be a far exceeding blessing. Why is it going to be far exceeding? It means that the blessing that your forefathers missed, that your father's fathers missed, that your father's 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 missed, that that glory, that blessing is coming to rest on you. 
So the blessing that you will carry will surpass the blessing of your forefathers. In other words, listen to me. God is saying, you are going to become a carrier of generational blessing. Blessings that generations have missed. You are going to become the carrier of that blessing. So this morning, the Almighty is coming for somebody's help. The Almighty is here for somebody's help. And you are leaving this place with that exceeding great blessing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up on your feet. Lift up your voice this morning. Appreciate him for his word. Thank you for spending your time with us today. I am sure you've been richly blessed. Till we come your way again. Stay blessed and stay connected.